Welcome to Beyond the Reef Podcast. I'm your host, U'ilani Tevanga, and I have five incredible keiki, an amazing hubby, and a thriving business that I have built by helping thousands believe in themselves again. This show is a place for the driven island wahine who is ready to create generational wealth and break free of any barriers that may be holding her back from going next level in her business and relationships. Yes, my sis, I am talking to you. That calling in your heart is your kuleana, and I can't wait for you to go from overwhelmed to literally living a life that you once believed was impossible. I'm so excited you're here. Let's have some fun and let's go beyond the reef. All right. Aloha mai kako. I am so grateful for today's podcast show. I have a very special guest that I just reached out to through Instagram. We've never met up until literally right now, but I have been following her journey. I also follow her kane. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, majority of our audience is Hawaii, um, New Zealand, Australia. So we have some, you know, Polynesian followers. Everything about Beyond the Reef is about carving our own paths and really leaning into intuition when things call to us, not waiting for permission. Will we be the right person for this or having all those kind of self-doubts? And the reason why I wanted to invite Emily, which is our guest today, um, is because she really embodies that. And I can't wait to, to share her story and how her and her kane have created such a beautiful community and a mission around Eola Kaolalo Hawaii, which, you know, wrapping up Mahina Kaolalo Hawaii, this is great. So yeah, I just wanted to introduce her. She's a mom of two and she graduated from college with a food science degree. But her cousin, her cousin, her husband, <laughs> not your cousin, <laughs> her husband. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we're all kind of related, right? <laughs> her husband, her kane, Malu, has his own platform as well, which we'll talk about. But together, they learned to speak Hawaiian to Olalo Hawaii when they were living in Utah. So this is a really exciting story. And now they have a company called Kaulu Maika, which that is my first question for you, sis. Will you tell us about your business and everyone should go ahead and follow her on Kaulu Maika on Instagram. But yeah, how did you get started into your own business? Yeah, um, first of all, thanks for having me on here. Because just in talking to you, like you said, we haven't met. This is the first time, but I always feel like I know women, women who are driven and they have goals and going. I always feel like we already know each other. So yes. um, it's really fun for me. Uh, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Yeah, tell me about Kaulu Maika. Oh, Maika. Okay, so it's yeah. we started it. Well, it goes really hand in hand with the story of learning Hawaiian. So actually, if you take it further back, Malu and I both served religious missions. I served in the Philippines. He served in uh, Uganda. And being in different yeah. countries, we learn different languages. And we saw how language and culture go hand in hand so strongly. And how people, just the people, when you came into their space and learned their language, they immediately saw you differently as just supposed mm -hmm. to tourists and other people. So it meant a lot to them and it meant a lot to us. Like coming home, it was like, oh, I want to be able to speak that language again. So when Malu and I met and we were going to have kids, we were like, hey, you know what? We've learned another language. We're both Hawaiian. We want to live in Hawaii. This was in, we were in, living in Utah at the time. Um, and it was a big deal to us to, to have something special about like 
our heritage should be a part of raising our kids. So we decided we'd learn Hawaiian. And so we spent a year um, in Utah getting everything ready to move home. And we started learning Hawaiian there. And then when we came home, we were living in his mother's house for a month. And I mean, I'm like eight months pregnant. He, we don't really know what we're going to do. We want to like stay here. We, you know, the money is always a, a question and all of these things were going on um, in our minds. So then Malu was like, he, he always knew I liked art, even though I didn't get a degree or anything in it. And so he's like, well, why don't you, you know, we're going to have kids and, oh, this is what kind of happened for him. He's like, what are we going to buy for them? Like, what are we going to speak Hawaiian to them? What are they going to wear? What are they going to use? And when we started looking and we realized there was like nothing in that space that was purely Hawaiian language or, you know, a lot of times you see things that are like mixed or, you know, right, little like more shakas, aloha, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or things that are very, very, um, commercialized mm. Hawaiian and even when you use that phrase it's not even like it's a lot of the times it's not correct it's a pineapple it's just aloha everywhere it's right. like very very um far removed it's removed from really the essence of Hawaiian language and culture not not for everything but for a lot of things mm-hmm. so Malu was uh the one who was like well hey you know what why don't you just make some things for our kids so that they can have these things that we're learning about and so I started, that's what started Kulumaika and I, I like to share. So I started sharing what I was making and everything on Instagram and it just kind of started snowballing. Like people were interested in our story. And so then that's where Malu kind of came in more with Ka'alala and the, the Hawaiian yes. language aspect. And I've kind of been just taking the art aspect and running with it. And yeah, we don't really know what we're doing, but we're just really passionate about it. So we're just going for it. <laughs> Amazing. So when you were starting, what was the first thing you ever made? What was your first uh, the, product? The first thing was uh, Ka Mama Opihi. It was a uh, mommy's opihi in Hawaiian. And it, it oh. I actually still have, I still have the, the design I still use, but we've changed it to Ku'u Opihi since. And it's a, you know, everyone, we're going to have our first opihi. So that was kind of right. a design that I wanted to bring into light um being a new mom and so that was the first it was a onesie i youtube had a silk screen like i bought my own stuff i did i did all of it i did the design used everything free that i could find um to print my own uh onesie and so i started off printing all my own onesies until i got to a point where i i couldn't i couldn't yeah. do it. I was actually, I was so bad. I would, I had like, they weren't coming out consistent. I was wasting onesies. So I finally got someone else to do that for me, but that's what, that was my first print. And did you know how to sew prior to this um, business? My mom, I have a really wonderful mom. She did a lot of stuff for us growing up. She was a stay at home mom while we were young and she would plan. So every summer we like had things. So one summer we, we did sewing classes with her, Amazing. but but she, she's not really a seamstress either. So it was all very basic. Like, um, I think I made like a, an elastic band skirt. Uh, we made bags, really simple things. But yeah, I, I learned that summer from my mom how to thread a machine and then YouTube. So <laughs> before starting. Thank goodness go. for YouTube, Thank right? I have been wanting to learn to sew. I think it's been on my bucket list for the last decade. <laughs> it never has happened. But I look at people that sew and it's just so amazing to me. And so I want to ask you a little bit more about your designs because, I mean, I know you folks are listening right now, but she's sitting in front of me with this beautiful Lehua design that I watched her draw out on, on IG and present and make a really funny reel about it. So talk to me about where you get all of your inspiration 
because we're going to get into the olalo aspect but let's talk just about you know finding inspiration in in aina yeah so when um i started painting things i really loved watercolor as a medium and if i'm sure you've seen you know you get the peonies and the floral like really pretty watercolor flower arrangements and i i was really drawn to that um, but Malu was the one who kind of pushed me, he kind of pushed back and said, well, you know what, they already have that. Like, what about native Hawaiian plants? And what about like all of these things? So, so he, because he was so strong and firm on, um, you know, we really need to represent Hawaii with native Hawaiian plants. No one's doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally listened to him and um, I started learning more about Hawaiian plants. And just, just when you start learning about anything about your culture, whether whatever culture it is, there's just like a part of you. I think it's Expansion. like the ancestor, like the connection with your your ancestors, whatever it is. But like the second you start learning about your heritage, like you're just filled with this feeling of like this is right. And so the more, just the more we go, I um I've learned about Hawaiian plants and laau uh, lapao and just things related to those things. Is the more I love those things. And then when I see them, when I'm outside, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, that's a native culture or that's a native, you know, you start recognizing and you realize like how special this place is because of those things. So that's, uh, Malu pushed me into it, but now, now I own it. I love, I love, um, focusing on native plants and creatures. We're going to get to all of it one day. Hula, all of it. Just want to, all of of the things that are fine. All of it. I love it so much. And so for those of you listening, and I'm sure, you know, you're going to go and check out her beautiful designs that we're talking about, especially because now you know that it really is from inspiration and it's from her own make. It's not just, okay, that's cute. That's trendy. I'm going to put it, but there was so much care and love that was placed into this. I know my, one of my favorite quotes from Oprah is there's love in the details, right? And people appreciate, I appreciate details. And so I'm sure a lot of people listening to So Emily actually has her own podcast and it's called Hawaiian at Home. And if you haven't had a chance to check that out, you should. It's definitely such a great story. But I want to talk about a little bit, you know, your story about where you got started in Olalo, Hawaii. Um, Yeah. Can we just talk about that, where that started from when you were in Utah and a little bit deeper into that? Uh, So I took two years in high school. I think I think everyone who grew up in Hawaii has some, a class or a hula or something. Uh, so I took two years in, in high school at Kamehameha and then um, was like, what, 10 years later when, when we started learning, I leaned on that knowledge of basic pronunciation. I knew an Okina and Kahako. I knew how to introduce myself. And that was pretty much it. Um, but I sort of led it with, with for Malu. So, cause he really didn't know anything. So we got- um, Where was got- Malu raised? Malu was raised in Utah, Nevada, Colorado, I think, and uh, Kapa'a. So he spent his best years on Kauai. So he likes, and a, a chunk, a big chunk of his life is on Kauai. So that would, that's where he um, calls like his home base in Hawaii, but all over. Um, yeah, so I led the charge. Uh, we got scriptures in Hawaiian because you know, we're a religious family. So that was familiar to us to like read scriptures. So we started reading scriptures in Hawaiian that kind of helped us like get the context of what we were reading. And then I went to my school library. We, we borrowed all the books that we could find in Hawaiian language. And then we just like, we come home from school and work and we would just read our books and talk, try to talk to each other. And we just challenge each other to 
use what we knew. And uh, Malu latched on really fast. Like he, something sparked inside of him. And so then he started looking up YouTube videos, uh, looking up recordings. He talked to himself on his drive to work, talked to himself in the shower. Like he really found a passion for the learning the language. So from that point, uh, we spent a year in, in uh, Utah learning on our own, talking to each other. And then by the time we came home, we could do really basic communication, uh, question and answer type things. Uh, but Malu actually enrolled at WCC to go to school. And when he went, he was so excited. He got in Hawaiian 101 and he went to go meet the teacher before the semester started. And he just started Malu, like Malu's got no shame. He doesn't even know what that word means. So um, he went to meet the teacher and just immediately used all the Hawaiian that he knew. And then the teacher just started talking to him and then was like, wait, what are you, you're in my class? Like, why are you in my class? <laughs> you obviously don't need to be in Hawaiian 101. And um, the teacher encouraged him. Right, to we're not gonna do ah, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, the, the teacher, um, Kyoki Faria, he's actually become a really wonderful mentor to our family. He encouraged Malu to just wait and take the test at UH. So Mullah did, he took the test and he got into 401. So that was after one year of learning on our own. And then it was, I wanna say one year more of learning on our own. So I think, and he, at that time too, he was going to WCC, he worked for Tuti Kanahele, he found mentors. So I think it was like two, two and a half years um, of him learning on his own with me and finding mentors and he his first class was uh 401 at UH Manoa so his that story and I share amazing. that yeah. it is yeah. it is and I mean I mine's not even the same like he really really worked hard at it but I do think it's an amazing kind of story to share because it it really does show that if you put in the time and effort at home without a teacher you you can make anything happen and that, I mean that's that's really our story I guess is like if you want something you can make it happen so Molly made it happen in that in that aspect. That's amazing. So where can we go and find Malu's podcast? Uh, Malu's podcast is on all the major podcast platforms. It's called Ka'alala, which is uh, a native Hawaiian bird, the Hawaiian crow. Uh, and there's a Olala Noeau, uh, Ka'alala he, he, manu, he manu Leo Nui. And that's just saying the alala had a really loud voice and could be kind of obnoxious. So Malu kind of took on that uh, phrase of like, just he wants to Hawaiian language to be out there and available for everyone and just in your face and almost a sense of like, wherever you go, it's there. So yeah, you can listen to his podcast. His podcast is all in Hawaiian. He has mostly him, sometimes me, sometimes he interviews some other people. Amazing. So I want to touch on what you had said, you know, well, first about if you want to learn anything, you can go out and seek the knowledge. Sometimes we're just waiting for things to come and unfall in our laps. Like, okay, now I can change my situation. Now someone came to get me, someone held my hand, but you didn't have that and you folks made it happen. And with, you know, what you're sharing about no shame, like, oh, my husband, no shame. I also felt that my husband is full Samoan, has grown up bilingual, speaking English having to translate for his tutu when she would have to go to the doctors she couldn't communicate so he had to learn to speak Samoan and then when we had our keiki he's like I want our keiki to Olalo Hawaii that was the that was the ala we had picked for them before we even had them and so I really was I really gravitated to your story about you know something about living life just beyond 
for your own you know when you become a mama it's just it's about the generational aspect of it and there's this you know this thing about shame that comes up so much in Polynesian cultures and in Hawaiian cultures and as much as we hear yeah but it wasn't our fault that the language was banned we still I still struggle with the shame around making mistakes so what I love about your platform and what Malu shares is like just go, <laughs> my hila hila. So can you talk a little bit about how you folks, I know people come and ask you, how did you, how did you do what you do? Were you concerned ever what everybody was going to think? Um, how did you overcome that? Yeah, it's um, a great question. I think the short answer is practice, like anything. I mean, anything you do for the first time is going to be hard and you're going to be scared still for me. I mean, th- people, I get messages from people every day that are like, I can't believe you do this. It's so amazing. And I'm like, I still feel nervous when I do a live. I still f- feel nervous when I release a product. I still don't think anyone's going to like what I do. Like I, that's all still there. It's just, I, I've been doing this now for like four years. So I, it's easy. It's just, it just gets easier, but everyone's different. So like for me, I, I still feel doubt and all of those other feelings like mollus I mean some people are like you know they know what they are going to do and they just do it and if that's you then great what's holding you back I don't know (laughs) but I I think for a lot of people it's just um you just have to like tell your brain just put in the repetitions just do one thing whatever it is every day work on it every day and be patient and I'm not a patient person at all but I can say like if you're patient you'll see something happen in one, two, three, four years. So you got to give it time, but like getting over those bumps is, is really just putting in the work and being patient and waiting to see what happens. That my sis was gold. Like, okay, we're going to just call it, call it a show (laughs) because exactly what you said, you know, she sits in front of me right now. You can't see her, but just with this cool confidence because she put in the reps, she put in the time and we're just in this upgrade season, upgrade society, like, okay, upgrade, upgrade and want it now, want it now, but anything worth, you know, learning and achieving comes through patience. I love that so much. You know, I actually first saw your platform it wasn't through your product it was through a share that came and I I didn't plan to talk about this but this is important um, because when we open ourselves out and you're like you know my heart is expanding and I just want to share and we come from a very loving place and we're leaving the hila hila and the fear on the side people are sometimes come for us and I've had that I've had internet trolls come for me and it's really like oh I'm just trying to share my my heart with people and I saw your just your tears on Instagram and that's not I ended up following you because of your work okay it wasn't because I was like oh I'm putting this girl but I want to talk about that experience because you persevered through that you could have just like okay we're not doing this and bye but you actually ended up attracting and probably liberating more Hawaiians through your story. So will you share that experience? <laughs> oh, you trapped me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I we get we get people that come after us. We've had since the beginning. Um, you know, and I and I don't blame them. Like I don't, I don't, I also don't like when you put yourself out publicly, you have to that's the 
that's the byproduct. You're going to get other people's opinions. And that's like, just, if you're going to give your opinions, you have to be open to other people's opinions. So that's just part of the game. And we've had it since the beginning, you know, people don't like the, are lots of things that they don't like, but, um, so let's see here, but then, oh, I, I know what I was saying. So people share their opinions, but most of the time they do it like with their account. So we have a chance to talk to them, but this person, and you know, we to reason with them, talk to them, try to understand where they're coming from. Cause it, they have a point. Most of the time they do have a point, but um, this past a few months ago, or was it last month? I can't remember. Um, someone took the time to make a, a fake account with a fake name and no picture and no followers and everything just so that they could send me a message about my husband and about what we do. But it was, it was like, and it really hit me and I'm not going to go into all the details of what this person said, but um, it really got me down because uh, during that time I had been working, we were working really hard with our mentor who was a neat house native speaker to provide more resources for the community. And I mean, we're just working like 24 seven, okay, maybe like 20, 27 um, all the time. And so for this person to take time out of their day to come and to me about how they don't like my husband and then say like, oh, I, you know, I hope by supporting you, we're not like, you know, supporting him and, you know, putting us, pitting us against each other. It was so many things of like, they were judging our character and what we were doing to be something that was not in their eyes, a good thing and creating problems and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that happened and um, talked a lot about it with Malu because Malu, no shame and also no I have a like, question about that and you don't have to answer this too yeah. because I you know I talk a lot about money mindset here and when people think business and you, you, you know you have in order to have a business you have to have profit right yeah. and people often confuse and I don't know what it is con confuse profit with greed like oh are you just trying to profit off of people but really you need the kala to continue to print to continue to put it back into your business so have you ever had that conversation with people like are you trying to profit from yeah. your platform that's probably the conversation I have the most when it comes to people who are against what we do uh, and it's usually I it's usually local people and I understand mm -hmm. like it when people say these things to me like they have a point you know, we should be protecting our culture and we shouldn't be just looking to, you know, make a profit and, and all of those things. They have a point, like I can see their point. Um, but like you said, there, there's another side to it. Like I want to live in Hawaii and I'm a Hawaiian. I, I deserve to live here. And if I'm not going to, you know, turn my skills and talents into making money, then someone else will do it. And they're going to, and who knows who that person is and who knows what their goals Absolutely. are. And what, what we are all about is, which is why that person, it really got to me. Cause I was like, if you can't see how much this means to me, mm. like be behind the fact that we're making a profit of, if that's all you see, then, then I must be doing something really wrong because I'm not, I must not be showing how much this means to me. Or like, I don't get how you're not seeing that, but you know, it's like calling out our, your character of like, this is more than we need to live. We need money, but it's so much more than that. And shouldn't people, and I, you know, to your audience, shouldn't the people who care about this culture be the ones leading the charge? Like 
be the ones in charge of all the industries here, Mm -hmm. right? And I mean, that's, that's kind of the idea. That's conscious consumerism too. (laughs) There's a whole, there's a whole conversation we're going to have around that. And so I'm sorry that happened to you. And I, and I, and I really feel on that too. So, you know, unpopular, like my husband is a Maka'i. And that is a big, that's a whole thing, right? <laughs> that, like people will just unfollow or come for me too. And, you know, oh, wow. when there's been different stances, I've had that receiving end of like, oh, but you're a Kayapuni family. You shouldn't, like, don't you know your values and blah, 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 blah. You know, so I, I felt that and maybe I really connected with you. Um, and I'm just grateful for your bravery to have these hard conversations because whether, you know, people may believe or not, your Instagram is leadership. <laughs> like the way we can't, we use these platforms, right? You use these platforms to inspire and, and change lives. And that was very inspiring to me. And that's why I wanted to, yeah, to talk with you. So mahalo, Sis. Um, in your, you know, you're overcoming barriers and overcoming these things. What was, I know you're you know, you're religious. Um, you guys are guided by a lot of kupuna. What has been the best advice that's been given to you or maybe your favorite olalo no or favorite scripture that mm. really pulled you from, you know, these places where you could have chosen like, ah, oh, forget it already, but you didn't. You went, you know, continue to hold a mua. So what advice to keep going? Oh, man. That's really hard. I, just, I think I just feel like there's so many things. Um, hmm. I mean, patience, we talked about that, right? You have to be patient. That's a really hard question. How do you pick one thing? It's like all the things. <laughs> yeah, all the things. All yeah. good, sis. Yeah, no worries. I'm sure there's there's tons. And but actually, I do, I do have one thing. I mean, I, I am a naturally a person who bounces back. And... I make like a ton of mistakes. It's so, it's like, I cringe. I can just cringe for like 10 minutes right now with you because of all the mistakes I've made just day to day, everything in work and language and being a mom. Like I make so, so many mistakes, but I, I don't know why I just, I just like bounce back. I just, something happens and I'm like, you know what? I made a mistake and I feel like crap. And you know, I, I live in that moment, but then I just bounce back. I just, you just stand back up it sounds it really is that easy though you just don't dwell it's a decision it's just a decision just choose to bounce back no matter what people say or you know what even what your own thoughts are you just choose to take another step amazing I love that so much it's so simple because we think oh I have to go through this whole five-step process no says just get up (laughs) just go so you know I don't want to keep you. I know you're super pahana, but I do want to know if you had, you know, a new follower come into your podcast, come into your, just have found you, what would be the big mission? You know, because people can only get so much from a little square or a 15 second video, but what would you love people to know? What is your big mission in bringing all of your platforms together? Well, the, the mission of Ka'ulumaika is to uh, change the perspective, the world's perspective of Hawaiian language and culture through art, through education, and through community. So really, we try to provide as many opportunities as possible to just join, to be connected from like the whole Lahui Kanaka to Kanaka or Wahine to Wahine or wherever you are, like it's um, Hawaiian at home is the focus of like 
getting people connected who want to learn and practice speaking. Ka'ala is the connection of people who want to just learn and, you know, my hila hila and, and kind of be inspired by someone who's not hila hila. And then the, the art and everything is for people to feel connected in what they wear and what they create with and what they see around them and, and, and what they, um, yeah, and what they make for others and what they buy. So we're just trying to prove, uh, create opportunities for people to connect you know, like-minded people to connect, which includes Hawaiians and non-Hawaiians. And this is why it's, to me, your season, because I feel like the, the biggest gift that we can give to the world, especially our own, you know, Kaiulu is connection. That's the one thing that I think is people have re- really struggled with and all this distancing and distancing, but you are such great ambassadors for the connection and everything you do connects back to the truth and the heart of it and the soul of what it is to you know be Hawaiian and I'm grateful so mahalo for you and Malu and even your keiki I know it's an ohana ordeal to (laughs) produce what you do and to give the content that you do that is so carefully created so I just want to mahalo your ohana for all of your hard work and what do we have coming in 2021 for Kaulu Maika? Well, oh, what I are always most excited about to say because I'm, <laughs> what I'm most excited about is I started a sewing group that's free for people to join. And the whole idea is I, I create fabric and people always want, and then I, I sew with the fabric. So then when I show a picture of like, oh, I made this, everyone's like, make me one. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, I can't. But there's a lot of, and I'm a terrible seamstress, actually. You wouldn't want me to make something for you. Like even what I'm wearing now, like the seam is already coming apart in the back. But so what I'm really excited about this year, I want to see if I can somehow create um, through this group or through, I don't know, markets or something, a place for people who want um, things made for them to have seamstress, local seamstresses be able to have that opportunity and share some light. Because, you know, I've gotten a lot of spotlight on my platform, but I want to share that with other amazing women who are at home. Maybe they're just a little shy, but they're amazing seamstresses or designers or whatever they are, fashion designers. And so I'm excited to see what giving them a, a platform will do for the community. That's what I'm excited about. I love it. And I'm just going to remind whoever listened to my last episode, we are not going to do the Manuahi thing, okay? <laughs> We're going to really like compensate people for their time, their efforts, their education, and most especially, you know, for the, their creative art. So that just had to put that in there. I really believe we have to circulate the, the wealth. It's our kuleana. But with that, says I just, again, mahalo nui for sharing this space with all of us. And I will link all of her links um, to her social platforms and to her business, please go kako'o, beautiful designs. And that will all be in the show notes. So until then, mahalo nui and we will chat again soon. Mahalo. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you loved what you heard and just want to share it with all your titas out there, sis, do me a favor, screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram so I can stock your profile and we can connect more. There's so much goodness coming your way. So don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you left a five-star review so we can grow this space for our wahine. Mahalo for being here. Now get out and show the world how amazing you are.